I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Ron and Anian. Watch. The next thing is we're going to equip electric cars with foaming material to foam themselves in the event of fires and drive the price up. And, you know, probably in 100 years we'll be back to gasoline cars. The Car Doctor. I love the sense of humor of our Car Doctor fans, right? We posted this up on Facebook. All right. Who's the guy that said, if you buy one, do you get the bag of marshmallows with it? I thought that was the, you know, come on now. That's not right. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. You know, it's going to be a busy hour. Tom says we've got tons of calls. I've got electric vehicle things to talk about but let's get the garage doors going right away let's get the doors open and let's go to bill up in maine and see how many cars we can fix this hour bill you're on running in the car doctor at your service sir how can i help well i have a 09 trailblazer and um i called you years ago about it when the headlights shut off well there was a recall on it and i i got i got the part and put it in but i have a weird thing happening with it I'll be riding in it about maybe 10, 15 minutes. The temperature gauge drops to zero and my air conditioning shuts off. Does the car stall? No. So does the rest of the dashboard go out? No. So this is strictly the temperature gauge goes to zero and the AC turns off? Yep, exactly. And then how long does it stay like that? It'll stay off for good. And then how do you get it to restart? I'll shut the car off. In the morning, I'll start it up. Temperature gauge comes up. 
I ride it for about a mile. Temperature gauge shuts off and the air conditioning shuts off. Okay, but if when it happens, if you pulled over to the side of the road, found a safe place to park, put the car in park, shut it off, and restarted it, would the AC and the temperature gauge come back up? No. You've tried that? Right. Okay. Has anybody looked at this? Go ahead. What I did do was disconnect the negative um, terminal on the battery, put it back on, and I had air conditioning for about a half a day. Then it went back to the same thing. Okay. So... You know, have you done any code scanning, any formal diagnosis, or this is just all seat-of-the-pants stuff? Uh, seat-of-the-pants stuff. Um, it just started. I I dialed on my phone and found out a lot of people are having that problem. Okay. Has anybody come up with a solution? They said something about uh, some kind of uh, box that uh, might be going bad. Then they said it might be the cooling sensor. Could be. It's going bad. Is it a problem that's duplicatable? Can somebody, if, if we were to bring it into a garage, could somebody see the problem in action? Because what happens here is the AC in those vehicles can shut down if it sees an erratic swing in coolant temp because they're worried about the extra heat load being applied to the cooling system and causing engine damage. So, you know, the questions that are going through my mind is, is this electrical or is this real? Is there really a problem with a sensor or a control device? And that's why I'm asking, has anybody attempted to do any or has anybody done any diagnosis to it rather than starting, you know, disconnecting battery cables and things like that? You know, all that does is just wipe out information that a good technician can, you know, go in and dig through and, and, and get to the cause. And I'd also like to point out that, you know, regardless, even though you've got no check engine light on, there are other systems on that vehicle that will record fault codes that, you know, can give out information. I've got a 2015 Chevy pickup truck coming in next week that has all sorts of weird electrical things, Uh, loses electric power steering, cruise control shuts off, the dashboard lights shut off, um, his wipers shut off, he was telling me, all kinds of conditions. First thing I'm going to do is scan it for codes, because right, that's the, what I was going to bring it in and have it right. scanned. I just figured I'd call up and see if you've heard of that before. I've heard of it in some cases, and it it usually comes down to one of one of two things: that it's the cooling systems, or three things. The cooling system is actually overheating, and there's a safety concern there, uh, a bad sensor, and I've had some issues with grounds. But I don't want to start now, sending. Would, I don't want to start sending you on, right. a, on, a, on a goose chase because I'm afraid, fr- frankly, Bill, I'm afraid you're going to start looking at all those things and just start swapping parts. I'm trying to force you to get somebody to diagnose it. Tell me somebody can't yeah. diagnose it, then that's a different conversation. All right? But Right. I, you know, if, if, if that... Yeah, I don't want to go through... Right. We don't want to start... Buying we don't, parts. We don't want the parts cannon to explode. Um, but yeah, if, really. If, if somebody can duplicate that condition and diagnose it properly... You know, you're better off in the long run. You know, it's, uh, no. it's, it's, listen, do you have a problem finding a good technician where you are in Maine? No, there's a couple around. Okay. It, it's not as backwoods as it used to be. All right. Well, <laughs> and I wasn't even implying that. I was just thinking in general because it's hard to find guys 
you know, that are in parts changers sometimes. Uh, you know, so we know that we know that happens. Listen, let me tell you about my industry. I could write a book. So you were going to say something. Yeah. You were going to say something, Bill. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like the antifreeze or anything gets warm that much warmer. What do you the mean? The engine doesn't overheat. Okay. Oh, so you're relating it. Okay, so then, so then maybe you've got a straight electrical issue, where you know it's 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 a question of you know there's a problem on the you know um, uh, there's a problem on the circuit itself that causes the vehicle to shut down. Listen, this could also be you know this could be something as simple as. The thermostat's not opening up. This could be something along the lines of the coolant temp sensor. You know, it's it's the first step is doing a diagnosis. All right. For example, right, exactly. all right. You know, for example, okay. Um, you know, let's look at thermostat operation. Does it? You know, does it allow the engine to come up to temp? Spec is 192 degrees. Is it setting or is it about to set a P0128 thermostat fault, you know, or, or a cooling system fault? There's a bunch of things. You're, you're, you're ahead of the curve. This has been going on how long? Uh, now a few months. Okay. It uh, wasn't bad because it was winter time. The heat doesn't shut off, though. What do you mean the heat doesn't shut off? In the, in the winter when I'm driving, the temperature gauge shuts down, but the heat doesn't shut off like the air conditioning shuts off. So this, is, this has been going on with the temperature gauge falling since the winter? Right. Bill, it's July. What are you waiting for? <laughs> I know. I got a lot of vehicles. Well, you know what? Drive something else and leave that one with a mechanic. Get it diagnosed because you could be doing damage over some basic parts like a sensor or a thermostat. All right? Go get, yeah. it, go get it scanned this week and get it looked at and get somebody to take some time with it and see what kind of issues they find. If they don't find anything, call me back next week, and we'll talk about it again. All right, buddy? Okay, thanks. You're very welcome, sir. You be I, well. I appreciate it. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Let's Bye. get on over and talk to uh, Tim in Michigan, 08 Chevy Silverado, and some noises out of the steering column. Tim, you're on with the car doctor. How can I help? Yes, Ron. Thank you for taking my call. What I have is an 08 Silverado. Uh, long story short, very well baby truck. It's not a work truck. It's not destroyed. You know, 160,000 miles. Just broken in. Oh, but I do drive it every day. Yep. And it is a daily driver. But I'm very in tune with the truck, obviously. I'm a car guy. But I got a squeak in my steering column. It's more of a rubber hitting rubber squeak, like a dry. And I looked online. They had, you know, lube the gas getting in between where the shaft runs to the firewall. Right. I've done that. You know, I've done that five, six times. I said, just keep repeating. And it's still there. But okay. what I'm noticing, uh, I'm, I'm mechanically inclined. I can fix stuff or, you know, simple things. But what I'm noticing is it is heat sensitive. When I leave, that, you leave the house on a cool morning, it's barely there. It's there at all. But barely. So I think, oh, good, I fixed it. By the time I get to work 20, 30 minutes later and pulling the park lot and doing my turns and back in, it's right back. Is the squeak there as you turn the wheel, Tim? Yes. that's, that's when you, And it's just that faint driving nut squeak. Right. That just enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's rub, okay. like rubber, rubbing rubber. 
Right. And, and you know, I've sprayed, I've, I've taken apart the casing around the column just to see, and I kind of sprayed some stuff and that, you know, U-joint in the middle, and I even went down. And yeah, careful, sp- careful, spraying, careful spraying stuff there. You've got electronics okay. and... Uh, you know, you want to make sure. Oh, right, not, right, yeah. You know, yeah, I kind of. So, yeah. do, do you have the ability to pull the steering wheel? Uh, my, me myself, no, I don't. Okay. I'm not. I'm not there. Be, because and, and and I would caution you too, because there's an airbag involved here. You've Air, got to follow some right, safety that's, protocols. That's where I get scared. <laughs> what what you're describing to me is something that was cl- classic textbook: the horn contact ring or the the button contact rings. If you have button controls. Are you know? Do you ever play with slot cars as a kid? I'm I'm dating oh, yeah. I'm dating you. Okay, so yeah, oh, yeah. you know, remember copper brushes and they would rub against the copper track, the little electric motors, and sometimes right. we would have to lube the motor because you know just for durability. Well, it's the same idea. You've got a dry copper brush rubbing on a dry copper track, and it just makes that as you turn the wheel. You would pull the airbag, pull the steering wheel, and find those contact rings. And put a dab of, we use a, a dab of, um, not liquid silicone, but the jelly type silicone, kind of like what we use, or what we, yeah, we still actually do use it on the brake lube pins. Just, you want something with substance like a silicon grease to go on there, and it just lubes just a tiny little bit, and it eliminates it. All right? Oh, okay. All right, but that is likely your issue. Uh, does it sound like it's okay. coming from the top of the column or the bottom of the column? Yeah, right at the top. Right, right at the, the top. Connects it's connects to the blinker housing. It's, it's, it's going to be horn, yeah, it's gonna be horn contact rings or something under that top part of the steering wheel. The only other thing I've seen is where the outer diameter of the steering wheel sits recessed into the column against the covers. But if the noise is there with the covers removed, there's nothing left. So, okay. you know, get a look at the, uh, you know, find a shop, see what they'll, you know, it's, it's an hour on and off. It's not that big a deal to pull the airbag and, um, you know, get them to put some silicon lube there, lube the contact brushes and the horn contact ring, and I bet you the noise goes away. Good luck to you, Tim. Let me know what happens. 855-560-9900. Running late, got to go. Running Annie the Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss a common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using fabric softener. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. <laughs> That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yemi's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B. That's right. If you call and we're not live, you can leave a message and we'll call you back to get you on the air with Ron. 855-560-9900. Speaking of Ron, here he is. Hey, let's get over to Barbara in Pennsylvania and uh, see what's going on with her 97 Eldorado. Barbara, you're on with the car doctor. How can I help? Hello? Yes, ma'am. Hi, Barbara. It's Ron. Can I help? Yes, we called about our Cadillac Eldorado, okay. which is a 1997, right? and it heats up when we go up hills. Uh, the antifreeze has been checked, that there is sufficient antifreeze in it, and we ha- they have seen no leaks at the two garages that we've taken them at. Um, actually, they didn't believe us when we told them that because they took them out for a test drive. Finally, my husband took one of them on the drive up the hill, and yes, it heated up coming up our road. So, so it, it, we're it, not knowing they suggested calling you, and there are two different garages that have done our cars and our trucks, and they're just mystified. So it, so it only, it are. only Barbara, it only happens uphill. Yes. Yes, okay. it only happened uphill. You could, you're telling me you could drive that vehicle around all day long? And never have an overheat if you never hit a hill. It's never overheated on my way to work, which is miles from now. And then, of course, I park it and would go in where I volunteer. And when I came home, uh, probably about 10 miles back home, fine, start up my hill and it starts heating up. And you you actually see Uh, the you actually see the temperature gauge go up. Absolutely. And it dings. It pings. Yeah, a red light will come on and it'll go ding, 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 ding. Okay. And they've just verified, they've changed coolant, they've verified proper coolant level. Has anybody tested this car for a head gasket issue? Oh, no. Okay. Do you think that's what it could be? Well, you know, it's there are some commonalities to this engine as it fails. They do go through head gaskets. They do pull the bolt, uh, the, the head bolts out of the block itself. The threads pull out in the deck, which is the area that the bolts uh, screws into, threads into. That's a known issue. Uh, you know, that's why I say I don't think it's so much uphill. I think it's under load. Whatever the uphill is doing is is causing the engine to work under such an extreme load 
that it's overheating it quickly because of the duress that's being placed under it. Has anybody verified things like, do the cooling fans come on at proper temperature? Boy, I don't know that. I, I, I don't know. The mechanics have said they have tried everything. Even the man that owns this popular garage where we go to said, he's the one that took a ride with my husband. It rides beautiful until that happens. Um, I know one thing. We, I think my husband asked about head gaskets. Neither of these places do head gaskets. I, I don't know. Is it specialized? Well, it's Cadillac? there's well, it's specialized because that's going to be the 4.6 Y motor, which is an older Cadillac engine. And there aren't really a lot of them around anymore like they once were. Let's face it. 97 is, you know, 25 years ago. All right. So there's going to be an issue yeah. with parts availability and, and overall condition of the car. How many miles are on this, Barbara? 50,000 miles yeah. and not a scratch. I'm telling it you. It was kept garaged. Yeah, it's in perfect shape. No rust, no... You know, if, no if, if it has... If it has... L- l- let's do it like this. Do you have a pencil and a piece of paper? I do. Okay. I'm writing as you speak. All right. I-, I want them to verify circulation. Have you ever had it where your hands are cold and your feet are warm and the doctor tells you it's your circulation? Right? Yeah, actually. Yeah, same 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 thing, different model. All right. So, you know, we want to make sure that the coolant has circu- proper circulation. That means the thermostat's opening, the water pump is functioning properly, and that the radiator is doing its job. In other words, there's no blockages or restrictions. Okay. Right. I do know that they did all those things okay. because I remember them saying about the Circulation's fine, radiator's fine, okay. um, and yes, the antifreeze is in it where it should be. Okay, and then if the if the cooling fans are coming on, cooling fans on that car come on at a very high temperature. The low-speed fan comes on at 223 degrees. The high-speed fan comes on almost at 230. It's just amazing how hot GM ran those. And once a shop goes through all that, the only thing left, really, barring the really unforeseen crazy is head gasket or an internal engine problem. You can try this, Barbara. Write this down. K-Seal Ultimate. K-Seal Ultimate. K-Seal Ultimate head gasket solution. Um, I think it's somewhere between 30 and 50 bucks available at your local auto parts store. It's a pour-in, and it could possibly seal that head gasket and solve it for you. You can read more about it online at kseal.com. That would be my last-ditch attempt rather than replacing the engine, which is probably difficult to do given the age. Try that. Call me back. I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor. Don't go away. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. 
like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. We're back with season two of the podcast, which means more opportunities to glow up and become a more responsible and better adult, one life lesson at a time. And let me just tell you, this show is just as much for us as it is for you. So let's figure this stuff out together. This season, we're going to talk about whether or not we're financially and emotionally ready for dog ownership. We're going to figure out the benefits of a high-yield savings account. And what exactly are the duties of being a member of the wedding party? All that plus so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back. We're on the name of the car doctor. Let's get on over to Isaac in Minnesota. Isaac, how can I help, sir? Hey, Ron. Hey, I just have kind of a general question. Nothing sure. really wrong with the vehicle. My wife's 2008 Lexus RX350 uh, manufacturer recommends utilizing premium fuel, and it's right on the fuel door when you open it up. And that's what we've been utilizing, right? Um, but I went to the Lexus dealer a little while back, and I asked them, like, you know, can you give me the rationale behind this? You know, why are you recommending this rather than just unleaded? And the reason for my question is it doesn't have a turbo. And I'm pretty sure they utilize that same V6 engine in some of their Toyota models, maybe like the Highlander CN and such. I know for a fact those are unleaded. And the guy at the dealership didn't really give me an answer. It was just like, oh, yeah, I think they're just engineered that way, um, which is fine. I just expected a little bit better answer than that. So, you know, if it's just we're trying to eat more horsepower out of it, you get better, you know, less carbon going on. Just kind of curious um, why that and why that kind of engine wouldn't work just as well on unleaded without causing issue. Right. You know, Isaac, it's a it's a fair question, and I know what you're looking for. You're looking, you know, what's the answer? You're like me. You want to know. There's always a reason, right? Math doesn't lie. As we, as we yeah, like I'm to okay say. following blindly, but yeah, I, sometimes yeah. I'd like to have a reason. I, w- I want to know why I'm following blindly. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? If I'm going to be if I'm going to be loyal, I got to know why. Um, question everything. That's my attitude. Um, it's going to have to do with a couple of things. Some of it's marketing. Some of it, it, it is horsepower, like you say. It is performance. They want to be able to say it does 0 to 16, whatever the number is, and better quality fuel will help in that. Better quality fuel, premium fuel to this day, to my knowledge, from everything I've read and heard and experienced, is premium fuel does tend to have better fuel system cleaner and additives in it just because what else do they use premium fuel in? BMW. Mercedes, 
Jaguar, Porsche, right? All the performance vehicles, all the Highline cars. Sure. And, and, you know, the, the oil companies know that, you know, there's certain standards they have to write to, to adhere to, to maintain those cars in their performance range. Maybe not so much for the Lexus, but can you imagine the poor guy buying a $100,000 Porsche and all of a sudden it doesn't do what he wants it to do uh, for whatever reason? So, you know, premium does have better quality fuel cleaners and additives in it. Um, and then you'll get into, can you use regular? It, it sort of depends on how you're going to use regular. If you switch to regular, do you notice a difference in idle quality? Do you notice a difference in performance? And do you start to hear the dreaded ping and rattle on acceleration as the vehicle gets a little older and carbon deposits start to build? Now, also keep in mind, fuel is always changing. This just happened to me in the last three weeks in my Suburban. If you're a longtime listener to this show, you know, there's like, you know, there's there, there's some things that are near and dear to me. My family, the hot rod, and then the Suburban probably outweighs all of them because I've had that since 2004. The kids aren't listening, are they? Um, so, you know, the Suburban three weeks ago under hard acceleration started to get a little bit of a ping to it. And I was like, wow, where the heck did that come from? Here's a vehicle that's had its diaper changed every day of its life, pampered, fuel system cleaned, you know, oils changed on a regular basis. I think they're playing with fuel. I don't have a scientific proof of that, you know, Isaac, but it just kind of struck me. What's the one common denominator? Because I've consistently done everything I've always done to the vehicle for the past 18 years. And all of a sudden this happens. And I think they're yeah. playing a little bit with fuel quality. They're changing blends, you know, octane level additives, whatever, in the interest of clean air. And I'm not debating that, but I just it's a it's a theory I've I've gone to. And you know, about two weeks ago, I started adding from Liquamali. Liquamali makes something called Jectron fuel injection cleaner. Because I'm always trying different cleaners. You know, I like to stay on cutting edge and see who's got the best of what out there. And I just kind of bug got a bug under my skin to try this, and I'm I got to tell you, uh, just this morning I was pulling out onto the highway. I had to go somewhere, and my ping is gone. And it was there Thursday because I also went out somewhere Thursday. It was there Thursday, and I think the Jectron finally caught up to it. And I'm going to keep monitoring it and see if it continues to stay away. And I'm going to probably stop using it just to see does it come back. Um, you know, and if it doesn't come back, that just may also mean that the carbon deposits are gone, but it clearly had a spark knock detonation ping, whatever we want to call it. And there's a couple of different scenarios and different, those terms mean something different, but we all hear it, right? That audible cheap gas sound. I'll use that terminology. Um, you know, that's gone right yeah. now. Uh, that, and that, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of my point too, right? right? To where, you know, I, I, right. I if I, if I need to, I'll throw a can of berryman's in there once a month yep. because, you know, right now when you fill up at the pump with premium, I mean, I'm spending 10, 15 bucks more right. if I were to go unleaded. And to your point, if it's extra horsepower, well, my wife would get it. Oh, notice a difference on that. So, right. Right. I, yeah, I just, that was, I was just kind of, you know, I'm not going to just dump unleaded in there, not knowing, and, you know, let's cross our fingers, see what happens. So right. I wanted to know. You know, if it is a horsepower thing and you want to hit the numbers that you put on that flyer when you sold it, you know, and I don't care about those numbers, then I'll make the switch and I can do some sort of maintenance deal where I'm throwing in an additive to ensure everything is still working properly. But Right. Absolutely. And if you're going to, you know, and, and to and use the Berryman's, you know, get the B12 chem tool fuel injection cleaner and that'll do a good job for you. 
All right, and you can probably find that. Do you have an O'Reilly Auto Parts by you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I usually buy it by the by the caseload. Yeah, Attaboy. So um, you know, O'Reilly Auto Parts will have that, and uh, this stuff works. That stuff works amazing, you know, and that'll that that should solve any ping issues or cleanliness issues that you're going to have as well. So, um, okay. but yeah, you're on. You're you know, just remember, gasoline changes. You know, never never mind gasoline's changed since 1969, but uh, you know, gasoline changes as as the week goes by. I think sometimes. So, all right, sir. Yeah. yeah. All right, thank you, sir. You're very welcome. You be well, and thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero. We're back right after this. Do you love Selena? Like really love. Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. We're back with season two of the podcast, which means more opportunities to glow up and become a more responsible and better adult, one life lesson at a time. And let me just tell you, this show is just as much for us as it is for you. So let's figure this stuff out together. This season, we're going to talk about whether or not we're financially and emotionally ready for dog ownership. We're going to figure out the benefits of a high yield savings account. And what exactly are the duties of being a member of the wedding party? All that plus so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back. We're on the name of the car doctor. Let's get over to Bill in Ohio, 17 Chevy, Colorado. Bill, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help? Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I ha- I got to about a year year ago or so, close to 2017 Chevy, Colorado, 11,000 miles. And soon after, I noticed the universal on occasions, the shifting was rough at times through there. So then I took it uh, before the warranty was up, and then uh, there was a squeaking sound also. So they were saying there's debris in between the leaf springs. They cleaned all that up and stuff and then put the leaf spring inserts in. And then they put uh, another time uh, the leaf spring... um, shims also into there and stuff so 
once or so, a few months ago, I noticed how rough the universal would ship. Now it doesn't do that. I just get the squeaking sound after I go over bumps and stuff. So I was wondering if anything else that I could do, uh, possibly am I going to have to keep inserting these leaf spring inserts and stuff all the time? They don't seem to be holding up. So the, the transmission is no longer shifting rough, which was part of your original concern? Am I understanding that correct? Yes, yes, uh-huh. Okay. Um, just on that note, they did come out with a bulletin for rough shifting transmissions that talks about fluid exchange. Those vehicles are prone to torque converter issues, and they've got a procedure, uh-huh. and if memory serves me right, 18NA355, three, yeah, 355. It's about a two-year-old bulletin now that talks about fluid exchange and the procedure for that. So keep that in the back of your head if the trans starts to shift rough. You may want to consider having your mechanic do a fluid exchange when that vehicle hits the 30,000-mile mark just as a matter of record, just a good way to start with a used vehicle, just good, clean fluid. That being said, uh, you know, it's possible, I've seen cases where if the shims aren't installed properly as far as the squeak, where they've fallen out, are they still present in the leaf springs? Uh, I don't know right now at this time. Okay. You know, it, it could be that they've fallen out. It's, you know, it's supposed to be a permanent repair, and I'll say it like this. It's a permanent repair if it's done properly. The fact that it, it's it's come back again it makes me question, did they install them right? Have you gone back and talked to the dealer or the, re, the repair shop that did the work? No, that's why I was waiting to get, get you some word on you. Then yeah. I would try to talk to them again about it. You know, because say. also keep in mind, this could have nothing to do with the shims or the leaf springs. This could be a squeak from something else. Now, one of the things we'll do on a regular basis at the shop, and we've had a great deal of success with it over the years, is we will use a combination of uh, silicon spray and some uh, penetrating oil, some light lubricating oils like a liquid wrench and some silicone spray. We mix it up and we'll apply it either with a brush or we'll put it in an atomizer bottle and spray it directly on the rubber components because it helps it helps to quiet things down and soften the rubber and insulate the rubber from moisture and abuse and environment. And, you know, it's a simple little thing that we do, and it, it has reaped great rewards for the customers in the sense that it, it quiets things down really economically and, 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 and quickly. And, you know, that's what people like, right? They want to get the car fixed. So, you know, could you have a dry rubber bushing yeah. here that's emulating that squeak that makes you think it's the leaf spring? Sure. So um, let me ask the important question just out of curiosity. Do you have a regular mechanic, Bill? Yes, uh-huh. Okay. Have you gone and talked to them about it? No, no, not at this time. Okay. So, you know, because I'm assuming the dealer did the leaf spring shims originally under warranty, right? Yes, uh-huh. So maybe it's a trip to your to um, your the guy that you've been going to, your regular mechanic, tell him the story, let him do the visual on it. Yes, they're there, no they're not there, or no it's something else unrelated before you go back to the dealer. You're out of warranty now, you said, yeah. right? Uh warranty's over, so it's been eleven months since right. they so if if, if 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 warranty is up before you go back and raise a fuss now if your shop that you've been going to you know for other stuff says hey Bill some of the shims are there and some of them aren't and you know they did a poor job find your receipt and go back and talk to the dealership and say listen I was here 
whatever it was, a year ago, you did this recall, you did this bulletin update under warranty, and I'm missing half the shims, and that's why my squeak is back. At least then you have knowledge. All right? Uh, Yeah, I can remember when they were putting these shims, they really had to hit them in, rough to get them in. Right, right. Well, yeah, they, they could still be there, but again, we're both guessing. You know, it's, yeah. it's, let's not, you know, let's not go through what I like to refer to sometimes as analysis paralysis. Let's look and see, Yeah, you know, we'll die. Our, we'll diagnose ourselves into a fever pitch and into a corner bit. And we haven't even looked at the vehicle yet. Um, right. Uh, you know, my, so. my, my, someone I know, uh, very near and dear to me 30 years ago was a Marine, went through all the landings in the second world war. He's gone now. Harry always used to say to me, he says, uh-huh. Like they told us on the boat that morning, let's wait till we get there to see if we're going to die. Let's see if the problem's still there. Let's take a look, and we'll worry about it afterwards. Um, so you're going to say something real quick, Bill? Uh, I want. I thank you very much for all your information. Oh, you're welcome. And yeah, you're, you're, you're welcome, take sir. Take care. Good talking. You too, sir. Be well. Um, but yeah, let's not... Let's not have analysis paralysis. Let's go out there and see what's going on. Let's take a peek. 855-560-9900. The Car Doctor's coming back right after this. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss a common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using fabric softener. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Welcome back. We're on the name of the car doctor. Reading an article from Demarge, D-M-A-R-G-E, Demarge.com, written by a Jamie Weiss, tells a story about a Tesla owner that had damaged his car and was trying to get it repaired. And I'm picking it up midpoint 
where the vehicle owner took it to a repair shop called Rich Rebuilds, also known as Rich Benoit, who is a Massachusetts-based car enthusiast, the article says, who's made waves in recent years for his advocacy of customers' rights to repair. And I think we've spoken to Rich at one point. The car's owner told the story about after driving over some debris in his brand-new Model 3 Tesla, he damaged a small part of the car's cooling system, which prevented the car from running entirely. After taking his vehicle to a Tesla service center, <clears throat> he was quoted, are you ready? $16,000 after being told the entire battery would need replacing. To add insult to injury, his insurance company refused to cover the cost, too. So he reached out to Benoit, who was able to fix the small part using a brass fitting like you'd find at a home improvement store for only $700, 23 times less than Tesla's quote. So I guess we're going to be going to Home Depot to get our cars fixed in the future because uh, they're going to have the parts. And, you know, this is just a small example of of what we're seeing. And the, the stories just make no sense. There was another one. There's another article that came in via Research Kathy from Auto Week that talks about that Tesla vehicle owners might need to add $1,500 in new hardware to their vehicles. Despite over-the-air updates, hardware updates could be in a, could be inescapable even for systems Owners already bought. Tesla rolled out what it calls full safe driving on a subscription basis over the weekend, months after the option to subscribe on a monthly basis was announced as an alternative to the one-time $10,000 payment at purchase. So you're telling me with an electric vehicle, if you want to have self-driving now, you have to pay $10,000 for the thrill of it? And then if you've got an older one, you're going to be adding software uh, and hardware? I just I don't see it. Look... All I'm asking you is to just think about this, okay? Is this really what we want? And the last one from Research Kathy, this is from Thomas Hum, who uh, out on Yahoo Finance, global electric vehicle battery industry will be sold out by 2025. This comes to us from the Bank of America's Global Research Unit. They're reporting that they forecast the global operating rates of electric vehicle batteries will rise to 121% by 2030. It also, down around the bottom, talks about, and they build the case that they're going to need $450 billion, with a B, dollars in federal stimulus or a subsidy of $10,000 each for 45 million electric vehicles sold. Who's paying for all this? It's going to get political real soon, folks, or it already is. I'm Ron Anany and the Car Doctor reminding you, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, everyone. This is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff.